All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. In the top news, I'm picking up this morning that in the US, Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden has won the states of Michigan and Wisconsin, which puts him on the brink of taking the White House from Donald Trump. Biden needs only to win an additional outstanding state such as Nevada, where he's leading, or Georgia, where his campaign believes that absentee votes will push him over the top. Last I checked, Biden had 264 of the 270 electoral college votes that he needs to claim the presidency. Meanwhile, Trump has opened a legal fight to stop the vote counts in at least two states and claimed without evidence that he is being cheated from victory. In international markets, U.S. stocks shot gains and bonds climbed after traders bet that the tightly contested outcome would ensure key elements of the bull market remain intact for years to come. A narrow victory by either Democratic challenger Joe Biden or the President Donald Trump, coupled with a split legislature, will make it unlikely that Trump's 2017 corporate tax cuts, which as you know, are an important driver to gains in stocks so far, are rolled back, as Biden has pledged to do. The Nasdaq Composite climbed over 3.8%, while the Dow and the S&P 500 climbed 1.3% and 2.2% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region this morning, all three early rises have started with gains of over 1% each. Back home, active COVID-19 cases in India have now fallen below 5.5 lakh as the country reported less than 40,000 daily cases for the second time in as many weeks. Meanwhile, in Maharashtra, the government has allowed cinema halls to reopen outside containment zones from today in an order that was issued yesterday. The order said that cinema halls, drama theatres, multiplexes, swimming pools and yoga institutes will be allowed to function outside containment zones. These will be allowed to operate with 50% capacity. In other news, the Enforcement Directorate has filed its first charge sheet against former ICICI Bank CEO and Managing Director Chanda Kochar, her husband Deepak Kochar and Vidicon Group promoter Venugopal Dhut on money laundering charges. PTI reported that the charge sheet or the prosecution complaint has been filed under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act before a special court in Mumbai on Tuesday and the court is yet to take cognizance of it. In another case that you're probably familiar with, India has strongly underlined its interest in the expeditious extradition of former Kingfisher Airlines chief Vijay Malia, who has completed all the legal processes related to his extradition from the UK during talks between Foreign Secretary Harshvardhan Shringla and UK Home Secretary Preeti Patel in London. In other news back home, the Ministry of Finance expects food prices to soften in the coming months amid prospects of a good Kharif season harvest and reduced supply-side disruptions. A favourable monsoon may lead to a good harvest and moderate the impact on food inflation, according to the Ministry, which said this in its monthly economic report 
adding that COVID-19 related supply disruptions such as labor shortages and high transportation costs could continue to impose cost push pressures. The report said that these risks are being mitigated by progressive easing of lockdowns and removal of restrictions on interstate movements. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Hormuz, how are we looking at the start today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in as well. Today is the weekly options expiry of the Nifty and Nifty Bank contracts. So let's cut straight to the chase and tell you about the stocks that you have to watch out for today. First up, HPCL has announced a buyback of equity shares worth 2,500 crore rupees. The company will buy back 10 crore shares or 6.56% of the total equity. The buyback price of 250 rupees a share is a 34% premium to Wednesday's closing price. Most of the company's operating parameters during the July to September quarter were ahead of analyst estimates. Higher capacity utilization, focus on value-added products and a faster-than-expected recovery in the tire space boosted SRF's quarterly performance. The company will set up a second BOPP film line in Indore at a cost of 424 crore rupees and also set up a dedicated facility to produce P16 specialty products at The Hedge at a cost of 17.5 crore rupees. Now, Pidilite's 10% growth in net profit was aided by benign input costs and cost optimization measures. The consumer and bazaar business of the company returned to pre-COVID levels in most geographies, while the B2B business continued to face headwinds. The company's international subsidiaries saw double-digit growth in constant currency terms. Now, higher raw material costs and excise duties impacted the quarterly profit of United Spirits. The prestige and above segments saw sales rising 1%, while gross margins were impacted due to contraction of business in its key market of Andhra Pradesh. Lupin's overall sales for the quarter were flat on a year-on-year basis. The North America business outperformed, registering growth of over 5.5% for the quarter. The management says that they will begin monetizing their complex generic pipeline this quarter with the launch of the Etanercept in Europe and the generic Albuterol in the US. It will take a while for business to reach pre-pandemic levels in these uncertain times, is the word from Indian Hotels MD and CEO Puneet Chatwal. While the company's revenues were up 85% from last quarter, it reported a net loss as well as an operating loss during the July to September period. KC International's non-TND business, which includes railways, civil and cables and other segments, saw growth of 52% as compared to the previous year. The company's total order book, along with projects where it is specced to be the lowest bidder, stands at close to 23,000 crore rupees. While we do not have any nifty company reporting numbers today, the list of non-index names includes Bajaj Electricals, Berger Paints, Birla Soft, GCPL, Gujarat Gas, Container Corporation, Vinithi Organics, Muthut Capital, among many others. Aside of earnings, Tube Investments will provide a guarantee of 1400 crore rupees to the lenders of CG Power for financial assistance sought by the company. Also watch for matrimony.com where SBI Mutual Fund has acquired 5 lakh shares or over 2% stake at 628 rupees each. And lastly, watch for Godrej Properties which fell another 5.5% on Wednesday after Tuesday's 9% fall post its earnings. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicated a gap up opening for the Indian markets. The index traded 150 points higher above the mark of 12,000. That's all from me today. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. 
Do stay tuned to Bloomberg Quint over the course of the next few hours to find out who wins the seat of the president in the United States of America. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.